everybody. Welcome in Mason Rudolph, man. That's Thank you, so Bobby. Thank That's you, Bobby. all good. I know you don't do these often. I, I know, of course, the way this season has gone in your career in general, um, it's been a lot. And you just getting back to a little bit of normal offseason stuff, man. So I appreciate you taking the time for that. And also, since you all are here, like, subscribe, share it to a friend, do all those things you got to do. Yes, like, subscribe, all share, all of all it. it. Even Mason said it. I, I bragged on you yesterday, too. You know what I said? What did you say? Al was gone. Al was late. He told me, and you was in the group chat with me. Of course me. he was. Of course how, he was how, late. how long did he tell me he was going to be? About how late was he going to be? Five minutes, and it turned into 15, 20. 20. I don't know. 20. 20. 20. Typical, typical lineman. Typical lineman. Late. <laughs> wow, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. More, more typical. Sorry. We should say typical Al behavior, not, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily painting with too broad of a brush that's what i'm saying man and then here you are a couple minutes late and i told you guys hey this works off chrome and he was like i'll be good and then right we're about to start what did the smart quarterback say to me in a text he said hey don't worry i'll be on time uh chrome will be installed but in my defense i i actually didn't take the full five i took about two minutes of the buffer so here we are um <laughs> here we go uh man by the way i was gonna ask you that question how was how was COVID? uh i don't know if i even asked alejandro about that yeah. man yeah it was crazy um i mean it you know what what we enjoyed about it was training camp at this at the uh at heinz field at that point was still heinz field so i mean the hours were better you had this real long break for lunch um you know i think there was two locker rooms i think minka was like in the visiting team locker room because he refused to get the jab. Tip of the cap, Mika. And uh, and so it was literally like everyone, and then he was across the hall. We're like, hey, Mika, you still on the team? Um, so, I mean, the, it was nice being in Heinz Field, but um, I mean, you're testing every day. Yeah. Uh, for I think I think 2021, you were testing like once a week, but 2020, you're testing every day. Even on the bye week, you couldn't leave town because you had mm. to test. There was a fifty thousand dollar fine if you if you left if you didn't test each day if you missed your daily test. So it's crazy. No way, dude. That that would have made me want to retire sooner. I'll be honest with you. Like I know a lot of people made a fuss. Like Marquise, you should come back. After hearing that, I don't think yeah. anybody that was on the verge of retiring would have wanted to come back, Mason. No, it was it was um, you know, made us wear masks. Um, pretty much everywhere at the facility at practice, they installed these fiberglass, like, like face mask masks to go on your face mask. Like that was going to prevent anything, you know, you're like, you're already showering with dudes and then you're like, okay, for the field, we're going to just put this on now and that's going to really stop COVID. So I don't want to make this a, yeah, yeah, we're moving. I just, I needed to know, man. That was insane right there, yeah, dog. Uh, but, Mason, here we go, man. From Rock Hill, South Carolina, man, you guys put out a ton of athletes. I played with a few guys. One in particular I remember off top, Jonathan Hefney. He was a DB yeah. that came out of that area, man. How how was it in that area? Because I have a follow-up question to you. It's like, 
I don't understand, but how was it coming out of Rock Hill? Yeah, it was um, what a great town to, to grow up in and um, just great, rich football history. I think uh, a friend of mine, Chris Lowe, uh, is an ESPN reporter, writer. Oh, he comes on the station here in uh, Nashville. He's going on my brother's show today. Is he really? Okay. Yeah, CeeLo broke the Alabama story, too. That's right. And he's boys with Saban. I think that's why he got that. Okay. He got that before anybody else. But um, he he coined it Football City USA, because I think if you look at um, first-round picks per capita, meaning like the size of Rock Hill, which is only like 65,000, 70,000, you know, po- population wise, it's it's put out a an enormous amount, uh, a rate of first round picks, and then just drafted players more than any other town. So, yeah, I mean, I was like a freshman in high school when Clowney was playing Cordero Patterson. I got to watch him. You know, then you had Jonathan Joseph a little older, Ben Watson a little older. Uh, ben Watson, same high school. You know Ben. Yeah, um, I do know Ben. And then, um, and then uh, Derek Ross, an older, an older head. Um, you know, I'm probably missing some people, but yeah, Stephon Gilmore. I didn't mention Stephon him. He was a South Point. He played, he played quarterback um, in high school. Was it Stephon Gilmore played quarterback? Played quarterback at South Point High School. Um, oh man, cross town rival. He was a uh, he was he was incredible. So yeah, it was a it's a great place to to play football. Good good culture. And there's a lot of talent that comes out of the state in general, too. I honestly didn't know where you're from. I was actually thinking Florida. But if you look at South Carolina, though, it has just as much of sunshine as Florida. And the only reason I bring that up is, Mason, you tan so dark in the summertime. I'm like, dude, what? I didn't know where you were. I didn't know what your what your ethnicity, ethnicity or was. nationality was. I was just like, God, this dude is dark in the summertime. Yeah, that's what Latrobe Latrobe will do that. That long walk of that hill, it'll get you tan. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, no Italian or Native American blood in That's me. What I thought. I think that, but I'm just boring old Scott Irish and German. <laughs> by the way, I'm a uh, 17 Irish. By the way, so we're somewhere related. Just so you know. Uh, no, we were we were closer. I knew I knew we were blood related. I just I didn't know it till today. See what I'm saying? The only reason I bring up Rocky of South Carolina, dude, I looked up your high school stuff just real quick, just to get a little bit. And you threw for over 10,000 yards in high school, which is insane. But in particular, your senior year, y'all listen to this stat line, and I think it just leads to the fact that you've always been a ball player. You've always been a thrower, right? You've always been a passer, make, making plays. You threw for 4,400 yards or over that. And here's the part that really got me. You threw for 80 touchdowns. Yeah, well, I, th- I think I threw for I think I threw for some sixty, and I had some rushing. If you can believe that, I know rushing touchdowns. That's that's probably shocking you, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I think the total number was eighty. I don't was know eighty, but but you yeah. didn't win, Mister Football, Mason. Who in the heck won, Mister Football? No, so there was a, a great player at the time, and um, named named uh, Jacob Park, who was a quarterback committed to Georgia. What? Um, and he. You know, he had, he had the SEC, you know, attention he was committed to. A, Absolutely. I guess you could say a, more of a powerhouse at the time. And uh, we actually played each other in the state championship game. We won. We kind of – we we beat them. And then the following week was the uh, – whatever, the the uh, the announcement of who won that, that award. And, and it was him. So, you know, I don't I – don't, I'm not losing sleep over that these days. No. But at the time, I was kind of like, well, hold on, I – 
know, we beat their team, but that's it's uh, out of your hands. And, and 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 he's a good person, and he, he was a good player. So you, you've been far too kind because I'm thinking of myself. You you won state. Y'all had a 15-0 season, and you contributed 80 touchdowns in one season. That to me would would scar me. I'd be upset, but I know, like you said, I don't even know who dude is respectfully. Um, but that that is fascinating. I, it just blew my mind that you didn't win, Mr. Football. But yeah, well, move. I've uh, I've been I've been blessed in other areas, so I'm not I'm not gonna. But but yeah, it would have been nice. I guess would have been nice. It would have, man. Um, moving on to college, just real quick too. If not Oklahoma State, which is where you and James Washington. Also drafted to Pittsburgh, um, went to college at. If not there, where? I was uh, – LSU was my first offer. Um, yeah. The uh, the Mad Hatter, Mr. Miles, uh, Coach Miles, was 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 my first phone call, first scholarship offer. So I was I was pretty set on going there for the duration of the recruitment. And then um, as a lot, many, many times these things happen – you know, you, the team starts to get cold feet or there's another guy that um, maybe they're recruiting harder or they wanted to take two quarterbacks in the same class. And um, so all those things kind of happened. And I felt like I was kind of getting, hey, we, you know, the, we like you, but we don't we don't love you anymore. Yeah, you felt that. I did. And, and the Oklahoma State was was full bore very much. You're the guy in the class. Um, you're going to play early. Uh, and then I liked – that the head coach had, had played quarterback there. I felt like that was going to be, um, you know, an advantage to me um, and my growth that this guy's been through it at the same, very same school that I'm about to go into. So it all worked out well. And, and um, but yeah, that, that was probably the alternative. Yeah, for sure. But it, it worked out well, like you said. It ended up being a high draft pick, and the rest is history. You threw for a ton of yards in college, too. Uh, was James primarily your number one target for the most part of your career? Yeah, he he was he was the number one guy for sure. Great player, <laughs> great player for sure, man. Yeah. Super cool dude too, man. He's wearing cowboy hats and doing his thing now. Uh, yeah, he's. I think he's on his at his uh, ranch in Dallas now, and he's and he's um you know he's into the farming thing, um and he's I think he's I think he's selling horses, raising horses, breaking horses, and and yeah, he's got the like you said the cowboy. The cowboy hat, the belt buckle, the Wranglers pleated with the boots. I mean, he's a full, full John Dutton, full John Dutton. <laughs> That's insane, man. Yeah. Uh, but the career ends there, and um, it's fascinating. I, I never forget when you guys got drafted. You, Chooks, who else was in that class? Was Deontay? Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds. Deontay was a year later. Chooks, me, James, Deontay. Sorry, Chooks, me, uh, Terrell. James, uh, Marcus Allen, who's, you know, one of my favorite, you know, yeah. former teammates, great, great energy provider. Hilarious. Yeah. Jalen, Jalen Samuels. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah. Jalen, I never forget Jalen though, man, the uh, uniqueness of him and the wildcat when we beat the Patriots at home. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. You remember that man that I, I couldn't yeah, believe like a it. Ton of touches. Crazy, a ton of man. Touches. Insane, dude. Um, but moving on from college, man, um, the, the story around you was big arm, of course. Uh, Kev was somewhat quoted as saying, had a first-round grade on you. You know what? They said they had a, a fourth-round grade on me, too. Okay, Mason. So take it for what it is, right? Um, exactly. But your your career and going into Pittsburgh, what was that all about as far as knowing that you were going to be behind seven? 
Uh, I think the perception was we're planning. Um, how did you approach coming to Pittsburgh under those circumstances? Yeah, I was excited. I, I, I think none of us know where we're going to fall kind of in the draft. And I knew, I knew it was a, quite a, quite a, you see who's on the comments right here. I I, I see that. I saw a YouTube thing, but I didn't see, I haven't seen. You have not been blessed in other areas. What is wrong with dude? He's done. He's probably harvested all the jackfruit and the tomatoes from his garden. And he's a little bored now killing some time. He don't want to go home to the kids. He no, does not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, big family man, family man, but, but uh, <laughs> loves his family. We're not saying we're not saying you don't love your family out, but you do love your garden. You, know, <laughs> you so. do. You love being out of the house, man. Uh, but go ahead. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt you. He's no, just a fool. Yes, he is. Um, we were talking. Oh, how, how what it felt like to get drafted. Um, yeah, I was I was excited. I, I mean, you get drafted to. You know the, I guess uh, uh, what a historical, historically <laughs> successful franchise that's got. You know, tied with the Patriots was Super Bowls. Um, you know, uh, I don't think at that time they still hadn't. I think they were probably still behind us, and they won one in like eighteen or nineteen. But regardless, um, you know, the Roonies, Mike Tomlin, I was I was thrilled, and um, yeah, I, I knew that I obviously wouldn't. You know, I'd be in the backup role learning from an older player quarterback um and i was gonna just do my best to soak up what i could but you know it was a joy those first few years getting to getting to know you and that 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 grizzly group of mafia members of the offensive line and uh, (laughs) you know i i just don't think many players get to get to come in and, and and experience that kind of just a very intense offensive line group. I mean, I think that more than anything that that molds you and and there's kind of a rite of passage. I mean, I felt like that way when you when you when you get to work with you guys and and um, you know I was I always wanted to prove myself to probably the offensive line more than, than any other position group. And did you really? Fun. Absolutely. Why Absolutely. you say that? But why that? Because I'll be honest with you, we. Any any other quarterback coming in, I think we somewhat to put him through the rigors a little bit. And I know Pounce can be a hard but hard ass. And uh, we all were somewhat pricks, but we did it our own type of way, though. One of the things we used to get with you was, hey, lower your voice in the huddle. But that was just you. <laughs> you, you remember no, that? Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like uh, the last the last thing you want to hear is, you know, speak up. You're, you're too quiet. So I'm going in there. You know, I think I think you guys used to call me like uh, – Bruce Wayne or Batman because of that Batman, thought it was too Batman. it was too deep. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't win. I mean, it's one thing if I was like, white eighty, white eighty hot. But you know, I'm oh, I'm being too deep. That's really what we're gonna be critical of. So I can sleep with that one. I yeah. No doubt, man. But you, you mentioned why why our group, man, and Al somewhat said a little bit yes. It was everybody, man, that, that led to our success, right? And that we had as a team, man. Um that could was it intimidating stepping into it? How did you approach it when it was your time? Let's go to 2019 real quick. That when it's your show after how training camp went, Ben Torres UCL, I think, in week one. Um, when it was your huddle at that point, your your locker room at that point. I mean, I think in any I think in your line, if you say your your first couple starts, you're not a bit nervous. I mean, I, 
I was I was nervous this past year. I mean, I think if if you don't if you're not nervous, you're either lying or you don't have a pulse, and it's, it's probably time to retire. So, uh, absolutely, was I you know I think uh, nervous and excited all at the same time. And I think it was a Seattle game when um, uh, I got thrust in there, and and we uh, really had a chance to win. We put ourselves in a good position, and and uh, I think it was a an OPI or a, de- a defensive pass interference. Russell throws the ball up mil- near midfield and. They, which extends their drive on like a, a third and extra long. So, yeah, it was, uh, you know, but I, I, I think absolutely when, when you're going in there with with a group that's protected a Hall of Fame quarterback and and uh, so many veteran, I mean, I think you were in like seven or eight or nine and Pouncey was in, you know, seven or eight and Al's in six or seven and Dick Dave's in six or seven. I mean, it was just a lot of experience and and um, you, there was a sense of, yeah, I wanted to want to do my best and, and lead you guys so we can you know do the yeah celebrate you know and smash each other's face masks into one another and <laughs> hug and all those kinds of things. Yeah, um, I, I have to ask you from that that moment right there in nineteen to this year. Before we get there, I want to show you something real quick um, from that guy Alejandro Villanueva Martin. Okay, that pretty much said this okay uh let me cue it up the screen's gonna go away real quick you ready you have somehow taken credit for mason's reemergence. mason 100%. no 100%. See, see see this is the this is the thing right here al you always do this i'm him you're, no no you're not him okay you used to be now now you're just you okay you're not you're not him anymore okay where's marquise when you, you see what i'm saying like you need humbling like <laughs> no, no, no. Mason, Mason was part of the Breakfast Club, which is which is your he was. So that right there, man. Him saying one, he made you. I thought that was a great chuckle right there from Alejandro, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, he took a lot of credit, man. But how how did we get here? He mentioned our Breakfast Club on how we used to come together in the mornings, man. Um, did over this last year, those last three, four games, six weeks of the season. When the conversation started to buzz a little bit more, where is Mason? Why isn't Mason in? Um, did those moments of you growing up around us, the hardships that you had, um, the experiences that you also had also, and the people that you were with somewhat groom you for this latter part of the season for you to where your name is really hot, Mason? I think um, I think the answer is yes. I, I, I am, um, you know, I think <clears throat> there's not many quarterbacks that that number one get to learn and watch a, a Hall of Famer work at their very same position, and then there's there's just I mean I I think when I came into the to, to the league and, and our team I just figured oh this is what the O line is always going to be like this uh, you know constantly competitive you know uh, argumentative um, the Breakfast Club you know the the you know the political con- controversy arguments and one side you know. Marquise versus Al versus Dave versus you. It was uh, just just a, a great example of what, you know, what a, a, pro, a true pros pro position group was to me, I think, and, and for a lot of the younger players. And um, it, it was, uh, yeah, invaluable. I mean, I, I loved, you know, and I, I was telling my mom this the other day, I was kind of like, you know, she was like, I was like, oh, trust me. Ramon and Al, we weren't we weren't friends my first couple of years. You know, they had their own clique, and I had they 
you know, I had, it was a rite of passage. You had to kind of prove yourself to kind of be accepted at that table of breakfast. You, you didn't, you didn't just go sit down at that table. That was like, that was like Al Capone and, you know, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack. It was, you, you kind of had to earn that. And so um, it was fun playing with you and some great memories, a lot of ups and downs, but yeah. um, yes, I would say yes. <laughs> 